This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast 404's After Show. You nailed it. There's no snow like in Colorado. Oh, my Jeez, gosh. They're getting hammered in May. I heard someone say like 20 some plus inches they're expecting in some spots. Yeah. Good friend of the show. Dave, are you sleeping yet? Dave Wastebloom out there was saying that he got some snow and not so awesome. Just north of uh, north of Denver. It, the funny thing area. is, though, as we know, it'll be like 80 degrees in like three <laughs> or four days and you just let it melt. Yeah, well, I uh, hope everyone stays safe out there traveling safely around. You know, you almost want to say, oh, it's been a crazy year for weather, but I feel like we could say if, that every year, if, right? And, and depends I'm, I'm thinking where you about are. on the tour and oh. what we've experienced. It's, what It's, it's like, been have really we had windy. A gorgeous, have we had a I, gorgeous weekend no. of golf yet? I don't. I, I, I was Masters Cup, even though we only saw one day. I didn't get but have we had a gorgeous weekend? And Evan, I know you're on the board. Mm-hmm. You, you're probably most qualified to tell us this. Has there been one weekend that has been gorgeous or great start to finish? That's what I want to know. It. Do you? I mean, do there's you, been nice days. Do you count wind in that? Because, no, be, no, like like a, like, like a ten like, or fifteen or under, not like, like a, a wind that really like destroys the golf, like just. Because this weekend, the weather looked good, but day one was really windy. 
and wasn't it, I, did I hear it was in the 90s, like 90s? I, and I know it's California and blah, I'm, blah, blah. I'm, but I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. You, yes, you sit in an air-conditioned uh, studio. But I mean, ni- 92, 94, like, it's not pleasant. No, and, and like as Tim said, this, this year has been windier than normal. We've run into a lot of wind. There has been... Uh, and and I like personally watching the players compete in wind, like you know DDO having a day like that. It doesn't bother me. Having a whole weekend like that, I don't love that. Having three events like that, that's too much. Give me like one event with like a day or two of some really heavy wind, and I and I think that adds to the competition. I think it creates a different environment that certain players will thrive in. I don't want that every weekend. It just at the, at a certain point, clearly we know that there are players that can play in adverse conditions, and it's it's another skill. It's another part of playing the game is being able to compete in the wind. But at a certain point, it also just makes it a lot less fun to mm-hmm. play. It's like you can have these adverse conditions, but if they're constant, yeah, it just doesn't seem like a lot of, and, and it takes a little away from the. The, the the pureness of the game, and of course, wind will always be a factor of the game. We're playing an outdoor sport, so I'm not naive in, in thinking that. However, like you just said, three or four straight days of wind, it's like you're you're not playing your best golf. No, nobody and you're, can we're play. not seeing the best results due to that condition. I agree. I did make a little bit of cash this weekend, though, on prize picks. Oh really? I was able to. Uh, I think I think I made like a hundred bucks, hundred and twenty bucks or something. Picked a lot of good players that uh, I think the price picks lines were off. Oh, because it was really windy. So I bet on day one. I bet a lot of overs. They give you a, a number and you have to pick a couple players. So I bet the over on them. I think I got all of them. Wow. And, no, I missed. I missed. Did you one. parlay missed, that into? I missed Ricky because okay. I missed it by half a stroke because it was at like fifty. Whatever it was like. Six and a half strokes, and he hit six. But I hit four out of five. Day two, I hit uh, two out of three. And then day three, I I put in two things that I won, both of them. So I was pretty happy. And we have a rule in the control room. There's no rooting for players. Yeah. I'm I'm breaking that because I told Mo, I said, I can root for players if I have money on them. <laughs> yes, because that's how. I'm not, rooting, that's how. <laughs> I'm not rooting for any specific player week over week. I'm rooting for my picks. <laughs> So it's not a favoritism thing. It's a pocket. Yeah. Yep. I want it to fill my pocket. Fair enough. All right. As always, just a quick disclaimer for the after show. This usually will have disc golf loosely themed, laced, loosely laced. That's that. That's what you like to hear us talking about. Loosely laced throughout the show. However, it may have nothing to do with disc golf, and we love to take topics that come in off the board. I have a good one okay. that's, that's, believe it or not, not disc golf related. Oh, I have a rant that is disc golf related. All right, let me start first then. Okay, you go first. Before I forget it, because I wanted to bring it up last week. If you were purchasing a home or, or moving in into an, uh, potentially an apartment or purchasing a home. If you're and, purchasing a home, talk to Christine Jennings, if it's in the <laughs> Ohio area. Yeah, we're, never mind. <laughs> Would you want the neighbor of said residence to come over while you're looking at it and you're really interested, you like it, but would you want the neighbor of that residence to come over at any point before you've sealed the deal 
and say something along the lines of, oh, you know what happened there, right? Would you want to know that story? Yeah. I don't know. it. And again, hmm. I don't know. If, you don't know what it is. I don't know if it would. Did, did you say you you know what happened, right? A hundred percent. I would a hundred percent want to know the story, good or bad. It 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 does not matter to me. The neighbor could come over. This happened because you're because let's say you're ninety eight percent in on this place already. If you love the house uh-huh. and it does. What happened before doesn't matter. I don't. I don't care if. You know, he said, oh, God, this guy collected elderly people in his basement. Just, you know, it was a it was a dungeon down there. I'd mm-hmm. be like, awesome. Good foundation. Nice and quiet. <laughs> wow. I would find him. I would find a silver. You find the silver lining. Find You'd the be silver okay with it. Here. It doesn't so matter. The me. owner passed away in the house. Don't care. Uh, My grandfather th- passed away in his house. There was an execution in the house, and, and that's how someone passed away. Is it cleaned up? Don't yep. care. Yeah, it's cleaned up. No, I don't care. Not, you know, not my thing. So you would want to know the story, and then uh, the I guess the sub sub question B to that is, if that's such a thing, should a neighbor who's maybe or maybe not nosy, should they be volunteering it? Uh, is is that is that the right way no. to kick off a potential neighborly relationship of you coming over and it, maybe asserting or? inserting yourself in and sharing a story maybe you didn't even maybe maybe you didn't give a chance you know what happened there right old man jim you know pushed his wife off the off the balcony and and died right you know right there uh in the parking spot like they just offer it is that how is that how you should kick off a new neighborly uh one i think i like that neighbor now (laughs) because they are looking out for me or, okay. I mean, they're probably a little gossipy, clearly, but mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm okay with I'm I'm okay with all of this, Terry. I okay, have, I thought you you would be. I, I have zero <laughs> qualms about like what happened in places prior. Because if you think about it, Terry, uh, I guarantee you there is someone who has died within a hundred feet of where we're sitting in the last five, six, seven hundred years. What uh, what sure. is what does it matter? What does it matter? It matters if it's in the dwelling. I don't, like, I don't like, care. Would it feel weird? We're doing the nope. podcast in your basement. Nope. And we knew that some wife or estranged girlfriend murdered the owner of this house like nine feet behind us. Nope. Don't care. Like, and did it with a, well, maybe a garden hose. Garden hose. Hmm. Yeah. I've got a hatchet there in case we need it. Um, uh, no, I don't care. I literally don't care. You could tell me this was built poltergeist style on an ancient uh, Native American burial ground. I wouldn't care. Okay. Assuming that like it wasn't, you know, against code. Truly haunted? No, no, not truly haunted. I don't believe in any of that crap. Um, If assuming that, you know, it wasn't like, you know, the constant protesters outside, like tear the house down. We want our like, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But if it's strictly like, oh, no, that, that was a thousand years ago. And this is, you know, there's, I'm not worried about poltergeists. I'm not worried about any of that stuff. Don't, don't sweat me with that stuff, Terry Miller. Mm. All right. Um, I don't believe, I mean, I think something happened in condo or no, I, I, is this this related to a story? 
Not n- not directly, no. I, I guess I was just thinking about neighbors. Uh, I, I own a condo and lots of condo associations. Of course, you, you have your stereotypical, like you're just your neighbors. Sometimes they're you're, when you're within an HOA, I was going to say occasionally they're cool. I, I don't know how often you hear ever hear that. Uh, <laughs> but usually in a lot of those scenarios, you find just either nosy people. Depends on obviously the age in which you're, you know, in the region or the area you live in. Is it just a lot of often older, nosy, elderly people that have just nothing better to do other than to go around and gossip and whatever. And it, yeah, it just, it, it gets me thinking as the housing market continues to get insane and, and, so many houses being bought and sold without appraisals, without uh, inspections, without certain disclosures or, or or excusing disclosures. Yeah, the foundation's bad on here. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll take it anyway, and we'll pay ten grand over asking or whatever. There's just been so many crazy real estate stories that you hear of that are going on right now because of the housing market and that have been for the last few uh, last year or so. All of those things kind of just come up, and I think about neighbors and is it any neighborly duty or non-duty to share with someone that's you know about to potentially buy or move in i mean that's tough because there are uh, clearly i I may i don't know if i'm unique i'm clearly unique i'm a little weird (laughs) yeah Um, if you found out that there were 12 people murdered in this house Mm -hmm. you know um would that would bother some people for that yeah certainly hence what's partially and and so driving and my question i i understand that and so the, the the neighbor you know is looking out for and i i don't know honestly i'm not sure someone asked about disclosures i don't know if something like that needs to be disclosed i think you just really need to disclose uh Structural, uh, structural and, issues and, and uh, code and yeah, code and like, other. I can't imagine murder, that murder. you would. I can't imagine that you would ha- that you would you're legally yeah. obligated to because yeah. where do you draw the line at? Well, you know this class C felony took place in this house, but this class B misdemeanor, yeah. like you're, you know, now you may want to. Just think, you're 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 a uh, you know, <laughs> you're you're the new Christine Jennings. Lucky me. Do I get to and, be on the party? <laughs> you are selling a house, I guess. Then again, let's say there's no legal obligation, but you have just sold this house where some anus things officially had gone mm-hmm. down. And then a month or two after these, you, your, your buyers have uh, officially moved in, they call you up and they say, hey, we just found out about blah, blah, blah happening here. Did you know this? Well, yeah, I did, but I didn't want to tell you. I mean, that just... Mm. <laughs> Sounds like we need a licensed real estate agent in the chat or the conversation at this point, just to know what... I, I, I'm i guessing yeah. there's no legal obligation to do so. The question is, does it become just a, a personal obligation? Yeah. Like a, a strategic one, and, and again, you're it, it's coming because who's going to be excited about it? Let me let me, some people might be so here might pass it off like you yeah, and maybe like oh I don't care, but nobody's going to be like oh yeah I want that place more now I'll take it. Maybe maybe not. 
Terry, a couple years ago, you and I went down to Austin, South by Southwest. <laughs> uh-huh. We toured around a podcast facility. Okay. Yep. Gentleman told us the story behind it about okay. the whole area. It was one of the, uh, it was part of the big uh, Austin in the 80s, the satanic panic. The people that were there were brought to, um, they, they, they had like a, a daycare or something, and it, the, the kids had claimed one thing, but then they think that was like, false memories because they looked back in the and later and nothing had happened it was also a, a cult compound at one point it's like a big seven acre area that has kind of gone through different people over the last you know couple decades at one point it was you know there was literally a cult that had lived there mm-hmm. the dude that he, he was building a uh, like a, a an entertainment facility a bunch of podcasting a warehouse things like that uh and, and terry and i had done some work down there and got a nice tour with a couple other people he was pumped about all of that you know it it, it that adds to for some places that adds to the prestige to the story to you know to whatever uh, of a of a location of a real estate transaction storied past past. i think there are some times that something like that could be advantageous to some people now now i'm not on zillow checking the box like murder house like oh i only want to buy murder houses can you tell me which the closest murder i'm not you know i and i I serve zillow a lot Mm -hmm. still and i'm not looking to move in the next ever but they don't have a checkbox for murder house unfortunately I, maybe they should have some disclosures uh, <laughs> uh, of, of some kind. Anyway, and, and it depends. You know, is is there a difference between somebody murdering somebody at a house or somebody just dying in a house? I, I and that that you originally know? is what led to my oh. thought process is and, somebody know, gr- passed away there three days ago. Somebody gr- passed away great there six Aunt days Pearl ago. Slipped in the tub and you know. Well, uh, I, I mean, again, uh, unfortunately, a little bit more morbid, you would say, oh, well, someone passed away here and their family members hadn't found them until a month later. Like, does that affect your nope. your? OK, <laughs> doesn't affect me at all. Uh, Tim Court says we need a mulch update. <sighs> I already got one. Share it, Johnny. Va- Vanders in Mulch Mountain <laughs> is gone. I spent an hour and a half yesterday. I spent a little over an hour today. Yesterday, I spent the hour and a half by myself. Today, I spent a little over an hour, and I, I literally had to talk my wife into helping me this time, even though she's the one that ordered the mulch. I, I told her, I'm like, okay, she was she gardened all weekend, and so she was sore yesterday. She She's like, my legs are sore from squatting and pulling weeds and whatnot. So Monday, she didn't want to do any uh, any of the mulch work. So I went out and did it. I told her today, I was like, okay, let's get out. Let's finish this up. There's like maybe two or maybe three cubic yards left of mulch. We can spread it out and put a pile in the backyard and save some of it for next year. She's like, ugh, I don't really want to. I'm, I'm like, oh, are you still sore? She's like, no, not really. I just don't feel like doing it. I'm like, cool. Let's go. <laughs> and she's like, oh, really? You and, and I said, well, listen, it's going to rain tomorrow here in Milwaukee. It's supposed to rain Wednesday, Thursday possibly friday and then start to get warmer and i'm like i don't want to just have to haul wet i don't want the mulch out in my driveway for another week so she's like no wet wood for you okay and so she went in the back and i shoveled it all into the trailer and hauled it in the back and she helped pull it out and spread it out so yes mulch mountain is officially gone (laughs) dang it's 
All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up <laughs> sidetrack back real quick. I'm just happy to have my whole driveway back. Uh, yes, uh, it was nice to actually fit in the part into the uh, driveway when I got here today. Evan Ludes out on the board has done some googling for us, and he he says per the Google, if you are in Oh, gosh. Alaska. I, I know. I was going to say Alaska, California, Delaware, Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Nebraska, New Jersey, Ohio, South Dakota, or Vermont. There are circumstances where you would need to disclose a natural death, suicide, homicide, or other circumstances. So uh, just to put a pin in that, um, button that so, up. That That's what Evan Googled before we did. So thank you for doing the work. Would it bother you? I didn't even ask. I you, I don't know you, how good of a deal am I getting on this place. Oh, okay, so we're yeah. I no, mean, I mean, would it bother you if they said the last five residents have all died here? Mysterious, not maybe not mysteriously. All, all of reasonable causes, but all within the last ten years. Everyone that's lived here in the last ten years. One of five in ten years. Five so in ten years. years someone's, someone's passing away there, and and it just. We, we we don't know why. I mean, so and so had a, a you know a toaster accident. Someone had a tub accident. Someone you know got run over by a lawnmower. Just it's weird circumstances, Terry. I mean, I feel like that is a little more questionable in say a condominium setting that might have shared walls and shared spaces, as opposed to if you were buying a standalone house. Would it be enough to scare me off? I I don't know. Um, Matthew Shaw says, heck no, not a chance I'm buying that. <laughs> well, that, that's why, again, I, I pose the question. So uh, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, great. it's, uh, I, again, I do, I, I think a large part, part of it is it, you know, you, let's use an example, like I just said about condos, an apartment in New York, and it's gone through everything you just said. I feel like that carries a slightly different weight than if you are saying a, you know, three bedroom ranch house, you know, in a regular old suburb, like they just feel a little different. You wonder how is that so much travesty happened yeah. five times in 10 years and it, that has some shared yeah. walls and shared spaces that might that you might perk up a little bit differently. So uh, a meth lab, I, meth labs have actual issues with uh, some of the structure, the, the, you know, the chemicals and stuff that can cause issues. So that would probably have to be disclosed. And my guess is that it would have to be ripped. Out. Oh, I thought those only were put up in in RVs. No, those are, that's not really the only. It's not. No, no, that's, ah, that's not the Walter days. White place. Plan. No. OK. All right. So we'll, <laughs> that's uh, glad we got that one. All right. So what is, what is uh, dare I ask now? What's your oh. disc golf rant? Oh, um, USW DGC. I've been talking in the last few weeks about how I want to go to the USW DGC. Okay. And I think I'm going to caddy for somebody. I don't know who. I don't care who. I'll probably show up on Saturday and just see. Nobody wants that. Maybe not. I'll look at someone (laughs) in the top three cards and just see if someone. Oh, okay. So you're just a, you're just a clout chaser. Yes. You want to find a a top performing uh, competitor. Yes. Because. I don't know anybody towards the bottom of the field, probably. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe I find somebody. They don't want to know you. They probably don't want to know me. <laughs> anyway, I'll probably look around and because I want to watch good golf. I watch people who are in, in, in contention. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're setting this up well. I am. I am. You're really setting I am. a so, great anyway, stage. I, I've been looking at the USWDGC stuff. Okay. 
uh, there's a, a Facebook page which is supposed to have spectator tickets. I haven't seen anything come up. I'm, I'm on the Facebook page. That's where the TD told me to look. I've had a couple of other people reach out and ask if I've seen anything. I haven't. So let's get that taken care of USWDGC. It's coming up. Um, but then I was looking at post-production. I was looking at live because we're going to be there live and I'm not going to be doing any of the switching, which is awesome. I get a weekend off. And I was thinking, I was looking and I was like, well, I was confused Honestly, and this is, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this. Mm-hmm. Why? Do we need a disclaimer to read first? Uh, I don't know. I, Terry Miller, don't necessarily <laughs> agree with any of the dumb shit that Johnny V there's says good, or is about to say, good, even though I have no idea what it is. There's a good chance. Of okay, that. go on. Um, why isn't GK Pro doing USW DGC lead card? Why is it? Why is it Joe <laughs> I I don't understand this. And this isn't, I, let me put this, let me. Disclaimer, this isn't a knock on Jomez. They're going to do a great job. GK Pro has been doing FPO coverage all year and will do it all year long. Why aren't they doing USWDGC? What is the, what is the idea behind a company like GK? And maybe they can't do it. I haven't really talked to them. I, I don't know. I have no clue. I'm just literally just, I was, you're I, blazing in wildly informed, uninformed and blazing in. Um, <laughs> Why does GK Pro build up this FPO audience where everybody goes every week that wants to watch FPO, but the one of, I'm not going to say the biggest, but because we have worlds and you could argue uh, throw pink, but one of the biggest, a major, an FPO major, why aren't they getting that? That to me is absurd. And and, and again, maybe they can't, maybe this is part of the, 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 the half million dollar Jomez deal that they get all this majors. My guess is it has something to do with that. It makes no sense to me logistically as to why you build up an audience to find it in one location and then suddenly for one event, the biggest event, the event that people are looking forward to, you take that away from them and give it to Jomez, who is covering all the MPO stuff and other majors, and then afterwards you go back to GK Pro. I don't like it. I don't. I, I, it, to me, it feels gross. It it. <laughs> It, it it does it it's it's I don't know like I I want I want consistency and if I'm a if I'm someone who really enjoys watching FPO coverage I have a place where I go now they have a set they've got the two hot geese they've got a really good set standard I, I honestly today I looked at some of their stuff thinking well you know Jomez it does a phenomenal job they have a huge audience they've got like. 250 or 350,000 subscribers. So they're clearly going to get more, more views. Like, well, maybe the Jomez video is just that much better. Maybe their, their, their graphics and everything. And no, like GK pros knocking it out. They're doing really, really great stuff. I, I, I don't understand the mentality. I don't understand the thought process as to why you would take a place that has built up an audience for a specific type and move it for one event. So I, I, I don't know. I don't have a good answer. What I do think is whoever made that decision should get kicked in the balls. <laughs> wow. I don't uh, know if it was a PDGA or it was a, or it was a DGBT. I don't know. I don't care. But my guess is that they have balls and they should be kicked in them. Um, I, uh, and I'm going to speak out of ignorance. I know. Um, shocking, right? I'm sure somewhere there was a, obviously it's part of a contract. The question was sure. when majors were, 
discussed and locking in Jomez for certain majors. I'm guessing this fell in line with said majors. Probably. That, that That's just my guess. And I know some people on the board are saying, is that part of what they paid for? Was that part of I, the rights? Was that part of... It might be. Um, it, it probably it, is. Clearly, well, in fact, we should probably just look for that announcement. I know that announcement probably listed that's where... Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems weird that, you know, and, and again, I, I, yeah. J- Jomez doesn't cover a single women's event all year long. And again, not a knock on Jomez because of course they've, they've got f- a ton of subscribers and they're going to do a great job. It's going to get way more views on Jomez than it will on Gate or GK. And I'm sure that is largely the but the uh, the the reasoning for and that that's, for it is putting putting your eyes where the I, most people will see it. I, I'm I guessing kinda, that is the exact reasoning and logic. Then for we it. should be making them cover worlds. Then we should be making them cover throw pink. Because if that's the goal, if our goal is to have the most amount of viewers view the biggest events, that's what they should be covering for women. But instead, it's just this, my understanding, it's just this one event. Because Jomez will be covering MPO for Worlds. We know that. They'll be covering, I don't think they're involved in USDGC again this year. I don't know for sure. Nothing, I don't think anything's been decided. And if it was, I'm not involved. But just this one major makes no sense to me as to why it's being taken. And I'd say this about anybody. If it was going to Gatekeeper, if it was going to your channel, Terry, I would. G- GK Pro is the place for women's golf. They should be having the lead card for this, is my opinion. And again, there's probably a lot of stuff behind the scenes that I'm that I, I, I'm not taking into account. It just feels wrong. And I, I, I I'm I'm probably talking out of school here, but it's it. it I, I don't know, like because the way I look at it, if you're interested in 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 women's golf, you know where to find it. Sure, moving it to Jomez, while it will get more views, is it going to get more quote unquote interest? Just because it shows, just because you have you go from whatever GK Pro is getting at ten, twenty, thirty thousand views. I, I don't know, I haven't looked to Jomez, which will get fifty, sixty, eighty, a hundred thousand views probably, if not more. Is that going to translate then to go back to are, are the if we don't see a huge jump in GK Pro subscribers after that? What is the point? Right? Uh, yeah, I'm, because if it's a one time uh, stick a needle in it and, and, and watch it explode and then it goes away, then it's not worth it. And it's a stupid decision. Well, I, in all fairness, just quickly Googling and going back. Tell since, me where I'm dumb, please. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't have all night, for God's sake. Come on. Uh, I'm just looking at the Alta World article published on our buddy's birthday, uh, 222. Back in February, the headline reads, DGPT sells two-year MPO lead card post-production rights to Jomez for 500K. The elite... Many, mm, I, I don't want to speak. I don't know for sure. All right, it says blah, 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 negotiations. I'm going to kind of quickly read through this. Our goal in the last few years is to work it out with Jonathan. Da, 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 da. They lead the channels with more than 360,000. Produce next day post-produced MPO lead card coverage at all DGPT Elite Series events in 2022 and 2023, along with MPO lead card coverage at the PDGA Pro Worlds and the PDGA Champions Cup, both majors, and they will return to the U.S. Women's Disc Golf Championships to mm-hmm. provide lead card FPL coverage as yeah. well. They've done it before, so, 
and, and they've done a great job and it's not a Jomez thing for me. No, I, I get it. it. It's uh, just like it doesn't. So make it was sense. part of the contract because I believe that the DGPT mm-hmm. has been in slash DGN has been a awarded or or is the media rights holder mm-hmm. for these events. And so as part of that, it was part of this overall contract for Jomez to be covering that. Uh, I'm reading in terms of agreed, pro tour, middle ground, blah, 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 generated media, so on and so forth, multi-year deal. I'm just seeing if there's anything else that is specific to... Because, as you're saying, the U.S. women's is the one outlier in this entire conversation, which is part of what you're bringing up. If Jomez wants it and they want to put it out there... that's great. I'm so happy that they want to expose more people to women's coverage. It's phenomenal. And it's going to get more views. I just don't like that it's being that like one of the big events that you really can set your hat on. Like you've built up this audience to make it move. And I understand it's all about money. It, it probably is. It's all about, you know, being able to uh, that, that the $500,000 for the two years, you know, doing a lot of different stuff. I just, I would rather see it on, even if it, I know this, and maybe some of the FPO players disagree with me. I would rather see it get less views and still have the dedicated fan base that is there than, than have it go to Jomez and have, get more views, but not do anything like not, not help the FPO field in the long run. And that's such a subjective thing because you don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe it gets on Jomez and maybe GK Pro's channel does take a huge jump after that. I don't know. I just don't like the idea of it switching channels for me. Just like I wouldn't want, to, even though I'm sure GK Pro would, I wouldn't want GK Pro to cover MPO Worlds. I want Jomez to do that because that's they have set a standard of where it's going. Where You show up to Jomez to see that MPO lead card. I I hear what you're saying. I, uh, I, I just I just don't like it. I don't like it and that's and that's my uninformed rant for the night. Yeah, and and, and to continue on that theme of you being uninformed. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm uh, trust uh, me. I'm we, here we, for it. You also have no idea presumably if none. I'm sure this is If the GK is Pro wanted to do it no, or I, was available to I do it. I have no clue if they're or available. you know whatever the case might be. I have no clue. Yeah, okay. I'm guessing they would be, but I sure. I can't say for sure. I don't know. I haven't talked to them. Maybe I'll talk. Maybe I'll reach out to Blaine or Bobby or someone. Sure. It yeah. just, I don't know. I laugh. Well, anyway. that's out there. I, I that's think my, that, I that, think that's I'm, my disc golf rant. This is that's your disc golf part of the after show. Um, I, I will. It will be curious. I am curious. Let me. Wow, gets a sentence out here as to what the commentary will look like. Yeah, who's who's gonna? I, I mean, mean, we don't know. It could it, be Paige Pierce and because Paige does the uh uh. She's done the some. Po- well, she's done, and she's in a podcast with Jomez. Sure. So maybe, maybe they get Paige Pierce to do commentary. Um, maybe they get the two hot geese to come in and do Jomez commentary. I, I don't know. Maybe it's two other people. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's m- m- still Ulibarri, Ulibarri, uh German, and Sexton. Maybe. Absolutely, could be. Um, you know, and and that too will bring just an interesting new dynamic to because there's no reason why you can't have men of commentate or women commentate men. I absolutely exactly. You absolutely can. Or Hannah and Christine, as someone says on the board. Yeah, it, I mean, 
thankfully for you and I, this is above our pay grade, and I not, don't have to think of anything. Not ultimately, our our I get truly just, our concern. I but just get to pull I, a pin on a grenade and throw it. I understand <laughs> where your your it just argument is coming from. Um, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. It it just feels odd. Okay. Chris Carpenter says, well, I just came in. What happened? Joe Mesa switching to FPO? No, 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 no. no, no. Although Uh, if we did want to push the FPO, we would make Joe Mesa cover them. Right? If you you truly want to expose... If there was a longer concerted effort, yeah, yeah, I feel like that would then have a payoff if that was was an initiative. If if the goal was, hey, we want to... Because I think for live, and and this year has been phenomenal, the, the FPO competition this year has been better than the MPO competition in almost every aspect when it comes down to the finals. We walked into this event thinking, all right, here it is. Here's the walk in the park. The FPO is going to be boring. This is a victory lap for Paige Pierce. Natalie Ryan changed that. Mm -hmm. We walked into this one thinking, oh, this is going to be a competition. We got got Simon. We got AB. We got Drew. This is going to be a great, great round. Simon ran away with it. He just got up and no one could catch him. And it was kind of boring. Now, I'm happy Simon won, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's excited for that. No one dislikes Simon. Um, it turned out to be the same way we've seen almost every week where the FPO competition is, is, is great. And a couple years ago, we made a conscious decision to put the FPO after the MPO to help improve the numbers. That was the whole idea. It helped lower the cost of production because we could kind of just meld everything together. It worked great. It gave FPO a little bit more exposure at the time. And now we've decided to separate them out again. And I think now is a good time because again, we're seeing the FPO live numbers really improve and the MPO live numbers improve at virtually an equal rate. They're going up. So um, I, I understand all of this stuff. It's just, mm, eh. yes, let's get owned to do commentary. If they can get owned to do commentary, I don't care what channel it's on. I will be <laughs> oh, there. Then you'll, then you'll change. I will tune. be there. <laughs> I might just sit by own and, ha- and record commentary <laughs> and watch something else because that would be the best. Uh, hopefully she's busy winning or something. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe tomorrow you'll get an update from some, some of the powers that be will, an- that will answer your questions. Oh, as, maybe uh, how it did or didn't come about. Right. Um, uh, I, I clearly don't know all the details either. I think back to years ago when I was hosting a majority of the FPO coverage, uh, when I was more focused on doing post-production prior to doing, uh, you know, versus the live or live end post. And my channel housed a lot of that FPO coverage and still does, obviously, the archives. And... Uh, I remember thinking there there is something to be said about some consistency, and GK Pro has certainly provided that consistency over Correct. the last couple of years, and, and they've th- worked very hard for that base. Yes, so I understand where that's coming from. Although none of those decisions are uh, no. are put into our lap by nope. any means. So no, and 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 I like I said, I hope GK gets a huge bump in FPO viewers when everyone when a bunch of people watch it on Jomez, um, and and see the you know the great competition that's out there just don't know so many people love jomez for like the the commentary like they love hanging out with nate and germ and yuli mm-hmm. and whoever's on there and maybe the like I said maybe they'll be on this one maybe they won't i don't know if if it's different i, I will be if i had to guess 
it and others feels is nothing like, more than a guess. Well, because traditionally we've we've seen women for women's coverage, men for men's coverage. Yeah, I I would I would personally doubt that we would hear any of those three as part of the commentary. But I would that nothing more than a guess yeah. at right. this point. All right, I I'm expecting to wake up to a nasty email from somebody. Well, <laughs> that's what happens when you're not. Smart. Uh, well, you know. you're smart sometimes. Sometimes I'm smart. All right. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll have an offline conversation. Maybe maybe Hannah Macbeth. I know she's out on the board. Maybe she uh, has some insights. I think she's going to be at USWDGC. So I'm hoping to give her a high five when I see her. Uh, she's hoping. I'm. She's. I'm. She's probably hoping. She, she's going to turn around and be like, "Who's that guy? Yeah, I don't know him. She's going to run the other way. All right. Anything else going on in the not in um, the non disc golf world? I am rewatching. Ooh. Stranger Things. Oh, okay. My, my can't son- you watch the last eight minutes of like the new season? Were you telling me that last week? That you can watch the first eight minutes. Maybe I saw it somewhere else. You can watch the first eight minutes of the last season or the next season or something. I don't know. Somebody was maybe it was just an ad. Somebody was making a big deal of it. I'm like, why would you want to watch? Like maybe just to catch up as far as what's going on. I, sure, yeah, I you could watch the last eight minutes of the last episode. No, it was the first eight minutes. Uh, what season are they in? Let's answer that question. Uh, is it done? No, they're going into season four. I believe it's okay. a five season. Then the arc. ad or whatever I heard was you can watch the first eight minutes of season four. And I was oh, just like, okay. So it's like a preview. It's like a teaser. Yeah, I it's like okay, heard that. that's as someone no. who's never watched one minute of my, Stranger Things. My, my my son, who's twelve, has always been a little like skittish when it comes to scary things. Well, he came home. We were talking the other day, and he's like, he's like, can we watch Stranger Things? And my wife and I looked at each other like, yeah. That'd be great. We'd love that. That's right up our alley. Mm-hmm. So yesterday we watched, and that's age appropriate. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's a it's literally about you know it's about as age appropriate as Stand by Me. It's about okay. a bunch of ten to eleven or twelve year old kids who get into trouble, and it's a whole supernatural thing. And there's a little bit of swearing, and there's a little bit of this, and a little bit of that, whatever. So we're watching the first episode last night, and uh, and there's a few jump scares, and he he's he likes to talk through things like, oh, I think there's a jump scare coming. It's like, yeah, we all know there is a jump scare coming, kid. That's the point. You know what made him the most uncomfortable? Watching the two teenagers make out on a bed. <laughs> the, the, well, the, with the, mommy and daddy watching the sixteen year olds. No, it's it's really funny. Almost anything that that thing. He's twelve. Uh-huh. He he just like why. Why do they have to show that? They, what what does that do for the plot of this thing? It's like this doesn't help out at all. And I'm kind of like, you'd be surprised ah, little, what. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm like, yeah, buddy. Well, no, you're it'll 12. all you'll figure it all <laughs> out. Figure it all out. One way or another, uh, uh, it'll all make sense someday. So I, I I did get a kick out of that, and he he would rather watch a, a monster devour a person than 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 two teenagers devour each other. <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. Make, so I think uh, that makes sense. It's it, very funny. Uh, <laughs> what are are you doing? Anything? Do you have any? No, I nothing. I'm 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 big hugs out to my my younger my youngest daughter who's 11 who has uh, officially been diagnosed with a sinus infection and has ah. not been treating her well these last few days and and you know that Kenzie is feeling it when she barely wants to be on her phone she barely wants to uh, uh be running or jumping around she doesn't want to be going anywhere at 10 or 11 or midnight uh you know to quick trip or be doing anything you know she's not feeling well when wow. when uh, she's that full out of commission so um yes hopefully she starts feeling a little bit better it's been a, a 
uh, a very painful few days for her. But uh, peaceful for the, probably a few other people uh, in your house. That's true. <laughs> your she wife. She's definitely your, been your other uh, daughter. On the on the down low with this sinus infection, but um, yeah, hopefully it's on its way out. Yeah, of course we want that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my my two daughters. Um, well, we're supposed to one. Kenzie couldn't go last night. It was, I guess, an annual um, assessment for volleyball skills, and they had a huge turnout for the volleyball program club whatever you want to call it at the school your older daughter allison was on volleyball last year the last couple of years and now kenzie wants to be in it next year and of course she was sick for the assessment which i don't i i think of it both ways i think well if you're bad you're going to get put on a team with with some other better players because they try and even it out okay and if if somehow they think you're good uh or you end up being good actually end up being good and you're on a, a team with worse players, well, then you look like a superstar. So I guess either way, there's there's a silver lining. So one you're way saying another. she should sandbag. <laughs> well, no, she didn't, get, a she didn't get to go to the tryout at all because it was last night and she was definitely feeling ill. So um, I, I don't know what the protocol is going to be now. But I, I just I always think of, you know, it's entirely ignorant and selfish, but I always think of like, this is a really big deal. How is your kid not at that thing? Whatever it is. And last night being the assessment, like it's a big deal. There was like 150 kids that were supposed to be there. And I was like, oh, wait, my kid has a legit sinus infection and feels absolutely terrible and shouldn't be going anywhere. That's how she's not there. So a little a little empathy was was um, learned on my behalf last night. We can all learn a little empathy <laughs> for sure. Uh, Matthew says, Terry, how old are your kids? My my I have two daughters. PDGA 40738 and PDGA 50738. They are 11 and 13. Uh, Allison and Mackenzie. Johnny has two kids as well. I do. Both of your kids are almost exactly nine months older than both of my kids. Mm-hmm. So my son is 12. It's, yeah, it's weird. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> both of my kids with your wife are two, <laughs> nine months older than kids. With, no, um, my, my son is 12. He'll be 13 in July. And my daughter is 10 and will be... 11 because that's what comes next in december can we just agree that one of the dumbest cliches in all of the world and i don't think cliches is the thing but and i get it there's some exceptions as to why it gets said but how many people say 39 going on 40 no shit like we as a society, as a at least we know how numbers at work. least in in the U.S., I would love to know if any other culture says anything of that nature, any other heritage or culture or, or a country. Like we so often say, it's it's so ingrained in us. Forty four going on forty five. Like, and like, I get it. Some people it, will say if it's like, close, if your birthday's close, like I'm 44, about to be 45 or going on 45. Yeah. Like if it's within like an, a week or so. No, everybody. But, <laughs> but, if it, but if you just turned 44, like a month ago, you're like, how old are you? 44 going on 45. Like, I know, but we all say it now. The one exception I understand is when you're going for the emphasis of like, I would say about my 13 year old, like at yeah, sometimes she's 13, but you know, going on 30, like with the way she is in a certain capacity, I hey, understand that's the, I think that's the, a movie, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're watching. 13 going on 30. I think it's like an old Jennifer Garner movie. It might be, but <sighs> I need to look now. Uh, so I understand when it's used in that context, but when you're just generically <laughs> using it as like, yeah, 47 going 
going on 48 like yeah we know we know how that's that work how that works totally nailed it jennifer garner mark ruffalo uh is that like Brie a, larson is that Andy like Serkis? a big knockoff like a swapping a like a freaky friday i have no clay i have no clue i, just, I feel like i've seen it just, sadly enough i'm gonna i know that. i haven't but i just remember it for some reason uh well come on rotten potatoes read a, a girl a girl who's sick of the social structures of junior high is transformed into a grown-up overnight. It's big. Yeah. Come on. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Freaky Friday. I mean, whatever. In this feel-good fairy tale. Oh, teenager, blah, 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 wants a boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And don't act like you haven't. You're sitting at home like, ah, oh, that was a good one. I know. How, not you and all of our oh. listeners. Oh, like, oh, that was one of my favorites. No, I, I'll tell you, like, I I've, I told everyone a couple weeks ago, I have a type of movie. I love watching the teenage rom-coms, the big party movies, that type of stuff. The the like this 13 going on 30, not up my alley. Mm. Aren't you a big Jennifer Garner fan? I do love Jennifer Garner. I, I my wife and I the one of the very first things we watched together was alias when it was out on uh, abc like literally as it was happening because we didn't have dvrs back then <laughs> we, VCR. We, 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 and we, none of us had a vcr really because dvds were a thing so everyone got rid of their vcrs no we watched alias yeah i do like jennifer garner i i know you do i know you know me <laughs> anyway um so this upcoming weekend no no event no event in any elite series capacity mm-hmm. and and i think one of the phrases that was used uh with regard i believe to a uh, right around the portland time or for the portland event the weekend after was oh yeah uh enjoy your time off once we hit portland that might be like the last weekend until worlds or something where we don't have an event on the disc golf network or the disc golf pro tour and yeah. that sounds insane because there's, like, there's the match play that was a big talk this weekend about who qualified for match play and who qu- didn't quite get there. Um, it, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up at Port after Portland. Yeah, it's it's just insane. All the other things that are uh, in the works and or I should say not in the works. Should I say just on the schedule, including international play, including. Uh, you know, as as the season continues to wind down into the world championships and then obviously into the playoff formats and then the Disc Golf Pro Tour championships, just so many things uh, all on the horizon. Plenty of golf coming at you guys. There's no doubt about that. I was just going to try and scroll over here for a second. I wanted to look at our consecutive weekends just to kind of read them off for people. Um, Portland. Uh, Portland. Well, those are those are not the consecutive weekends. I mean, no, not necessarily, but they're relatively close, almost consecutive. I just think about Portland, Beaver State Fling, Preserve, Idlewild, Sula, European Open, Deglo, Mid America, Ledgestone. Yeah, I mean, so many of these are with one or no weeks in between mm-hmm. them. That's that's what I'm emphasizing. Absolutely crazy. Matthew Shaw says next week you all should do a show with your wives. Yeah. First of all, his wife's in bed before we start the show. Yeah. <laughs> She's a very early sleeper, and my wife has no interest. <laughs> yes. Uh, all of the above. I'm excited. I should be getting my uh, my Mach 7 tomorrow in the mail. Oh. So I'm, I'm going to be assembling that and putting that in the backyard. So, by, so if I get it tomorrow, by next week, I should be the best putter. 
Eh, probably not. Is that how it works? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to practice putter for on some it, others, but I'm just saying once you it have just the makes mask, you a better putter by own you, by owning one. Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah, I, I you um, you don't think so? Uh, I'll put out a quick tease that I don't want to announce because I they haven't announced it. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> so put the tease. tease to a tease, <laughs> a tease to the tease. No, it's just that uh, I am Come excited. Uh, I'm gonna be teaming up with a couple of my buddies, and the disc golf guy is gonna be bringing you U.S. Women's lead card cover. No, okay, just kidding. We're not. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Let me, uh, but there is going to be a different large scale event that uh, I think we've locked in the details. You're gonna have to wait for the official announcement, but uh, looking forward to getting out there in a post-production, League night. <laughs> a post-production uh, format of uh, putting out another large-scale event that may or may not include professionals. So um, PDGA will be working with us on that. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to all of the people who are going to sign up at patreon.com slash smashbox TV. Oh, yeah. Get on it. Every last one of you. Um, it, it It is your civic duty wow yeah i mean it it goes basically like voting and then patreon mm. so patreon.com slash smashbox tv um if you listen to the show whether it is on youtube or we put it out on twitch we put it out on facebook we put it out on every audio format you could basically think of if you listen to it i think you owe us mm. yeah I, I mean i think we owe them I'm just saying they probably owe us. <laughs> I think we owe them. I mean, but okay. <laughs> we should have a reverse Patreon. If you're dumb enough to listen to everything that we say, then we should probably pay you money. Listen. I mean, dedicated enough. Because nobody the, should be listening to Here's the way I say. look at it, Terry. At le- you at least owe us $2 for the regular show. And we probably owe you a dollar for the after <laughs> there show. You go. So, <laughs> At least. so a net of a dollar. I mean, in the net of a dollar, you probably We'd owe appreciate us. Patreon.com slash Smashbox TV is where you can support our podcast uh, for as little as a dollar a month. You can continue to listen to us, Yahoo's, um, and, and support and get access to, uh, you know, a weekly giveaway, our Patreon discs, ooh, which ooh. Terry has. I don't know if you have any updates on those. Oh, I do. They he said does. it's going to be a while yet. So quit okay. holding your breath. All right. So don't hold your breath on that. Um, uh, the the clothing supporters, those are on the way. I just approved the artwork for those from Miles. So hopefully we should see those pretty quick. Um, and again, patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. Terry, we have 181 people eligible for our giveaway this week. That's 50. 50- 50 less people than what competed in this event this weekend. And I set aside a couple of gems just so that our Patreon supporters could be rewarded. And if you love ESP buzzes that are absolutely gorgeous, get yourself on board with that beauty. Look at that. It's a little turtle. I saw Ellen Widboom say she wants one. She wants one. I've got something lined up for Ellen. Bogies are dumb, but Ellen uh, loves the turtle stamp from this weekend. So uh, got got you. Uh, we may have to even throw in a little bit of the official turtle towel, a little DG guy slash turtle towel on there. Nice beautiful towel. And as Johnny was just showing you, I'll show you again the beautiful Skyline Classic. This is an ESP buzz with beautiful colors configuration, whatever you want to call it. I do have a few more of these maybe secretly available for sale. And I may have had a very, very small run of the 
ESP Zeus and some uh, some Macbeth Lunas that mm. are available in terms of supporting Tasty. the event and the efforts. Um, I got bills to pay. Well, let's be real. I have bills to pay uh, off on all of that added cash we did. So, um, but so there, if there's a few left on both of those, but very few, uh, those are hard to come by, but you do have the chance right now, if you're already signed up to win this guy. And yes, that is multicolored. And it's turtle colors. And it's turtle colored ish. It's like an aqua. That's like a green. It's like a greenish eye. Yeah, this is a it's little green. Bit green. It's yeah. pretty green. A couple of colors of green. So yeah, less, reach out. If you're if you're interested in some other of the molds that I do have left over, a very few, uh, select other molds as well. Uh, reach out. And uh, we can make that happen. But here we go. Let's give this bad boy away. All right, Terry. How do we want to give it away? We have 181 people eligible for our giveaway. Oh, my goodness. It has been four years since Simon Lazat last won an Elite Series event. So I'm going to go with the poll of four for Simon Lazat. All right. So our first number is 67. Our second number is 163. Our third number is 34. I always ask you, Terry, higher or lower than 34? Oh, this is definitely higher. Terry says higher on 34. This is the numbers game. The answer is 96. Congratulations, Boom. 96. If you're the 96th person, I'm just kidding. Um, reach out to me uh, here. Let me let me find out who's 96. I sorted it by email address backwards. So 96 is, it just says John, which is not me, but I believe it's like John Vale, according to his email address. So John Vale, we'll reach out to you. We will. Yeah, we're going to send you an email, and then you're going to have to make sure to send us your address so that I can get this sweet towel. Yeah. Let's do that. Oh, yeah, because cameras are hard. This sweet <laughs> towel along with this disc. And as I said, if you guys are interested in uh, any other of the uh, incredible support and uh, player pack type items, I have very few extra remaining Appreciate that. And thank you to all the supporters of the event. We had a few people step up and contribute um, in terms of additional sponsorship as well. So thank you to all of them. Adam Schleiss, I'm talking to you. All right. Um, Terry, close this show out. Do we... um, (laughs) uh, I just got a text here. I don't know if we want to entertain this. Got a text from Simon Lazat. Do we want to hear from him for a few minutes if he's available? Yeah. I think that seems you. <laughs> I mean, I, I've got nowhere to be. It's it's not quite midnight yet. <laughs> yeah. What else do you guys? I, I don't know. Do the fans want to hear from Did, him? If, all right. If let's, he can let's, join take us? A, let's take a quick poll. Fans. Yes. <laughs> do you want to hear from Simon Lazat? Just when everybody's tuned off and they're going to be like, what? I, uh, I, I don't have an official confirmation. I'm waiting for him uh, to see if he is available. Uh, he just sent me a message. Well, our first answer from Carney Schill is no. So sorry, Simon. It was a good chance. <laughs> <laughs> Carney said no, so you got the axe. Uh, not going to work out. Well, if he um, yeah, send him the link, and we'll see if he pops in. We'll we'll, we'll maintain for a little bit longer. I will see if I can send him the correct. Uh, link and message and if it's something that he is interested in jumping on for 
And if so, we could maybe maybe he just asks if we're still on, so he can call you personally. Uh, he, he, that that is absolutely possible. So that's why I'm not making any promises yet. But uh, get your marshmallows ready. We'll see if we can make some magic happen. Uh, sorry, let me. <laughs> uh, Terry was on. I think you said League Night this yep. week. So if you, if you're interested in hearing more from Terry, if this wasn't enough for you, uh, you can find it on the Disc Golf Network <laughs> twice in one night. Yeah. You... Oh, I'm doing a podcast tomorrow too. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, some gentlemen reached out, and I apologize. I believe they're from Finland, and I know it's a seven hour time difference. So tomorrow it is not live, but uh, tomorrow I will be on a podcast as well. And I think they release maybe on Fridays. And I believe it is with a few gentlemen from uh, Finland. Hmm. So uh, randomly had reached out to me and I was more than happy to oblige. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Are you guys going to be talking about the European events? Honestly, talking- I have no idea. Okay. Uh, they just asked if I would be willing to join. I said yes. And uh, I'm easy like that. And next thing you know, we're ready to go. Yeah, I will have to. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have their information directly in front of me. I do want to know from our, our right now we have a bunch of dedicated smashies out there oh, how yeah. many of you in the last week have listened to the cat song <laughs> what kind of cat are you oh. <laughs> i just i just want to know because i've heard it at least two or three times in the last oh, week i've still never heard it oh well so after the show tonight i'm gonna definitely have to actually hear it as it is okay after the show we'll play it uh all right uh to give to give the shout out here uh victor nielsen is looking for american disc golf profiles to guest our podcast and the podcast is called let's snack a plast which is swedish for let's talk plastic Mm. and they've had scott stokely and you love snacks i do i do uh linus carlson has been on luke sampson so scott stokely i'm i'm in quite the elite group and am honored to do so so i'll be joining them tomorrow like i said i think they uh publish maybe on fridays so we'll keep you posted on that i'll make sure to put it out there uh, i will make sure to probably not listen to it <laughs> I, yeah God, I, i've heard enough of from you if I, they, i'll go listen to the other ones i'm not listening to yours <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good call uh all right. Uh, I apologize. We're just waiting. I have. We're seeing if Simon is available or not. Has he has he read the? Uh, I don't know. I, I sent it to him in a in my oh. secret Simon chat way. Mm. Super secret. Well, let's share that with everybody. Um, <laughs> and he very well, like you said, he may be just asking if, if it's actually done and not necessarily. He also was a little confused multiple times on time zones today. So. Um, well. Because it's it's one he off might, of ours. He might think it's nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, he said uh, that he has got super busy, was filming and cooking. Question is, was he filming his cooking? Could be. It's the new Simon and Jomez cooking show. Uh, quite possibly. I don't know. I don't know what they're what they're working on. Hmm. I am just sitting here and... We're just literally filling time now. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. Somebody... Oh, well, let's get a plug in here. Ryan Pilcher, who is a big help this weekend as well for me, is hosting... Well, Ryan, why am I plugging your event when I think it's all sold out? Uh, but he's going to be hosting the 
Wisconsin, Illinois border bash, which I believe consists cool. of 18 holes down at um, in Round Lake and then 18 holes over at the Silver Fox course. So two very long rounds of golf to be played taking place this weekend. But I think it's all sold out. So you guys can't you guys can't sign up even if you want to. All right. Do I make a phone call? Do I just call him? You could text him or call him. Yeah. Call him, call him right on the air. We can um, mute your phone too. Mm-hmm. Or here, mute, mute your microphone. Here, how about this? If we really want to convince him to join, here's his number. Everybody give <laughs> him a call. Can text him or call him. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe not such a good idea. Uh, Tim Court says he did the art, the stamp art for that as well. Oh, for, love it. And Tim, I think you're coming up to play in the event, are you not? He says he's. he asked earlier if he should be scared of uh, Silver Fox. Depends on the quality of player you are, honestly. Mm, I mean, it is a uh, it is a very difficult course, that's for sure. Get the kid recommendations, Carney yes, Shill. Go- yeah, Gar- Carney Shill says he Googled it, and now, unfortunately, it's like when you accidentally click on an ad when you're scrolling through Facebook, like, oh, yeah, I'm scrolling through, like, oh, a, a T-shirt, or I'm going to mute your microphone, Terry, um, a, t- a, a T-shirt, and you bump it, and suddenly... Now you're getting t-shirt ads for the next 50 years. So that is that that that's what happens. Um is there anything else that we've been doing lately? Uh literally watching grass grow out my backyard with the <laughs> With the, uh, <laughs> I want my grass to grow faster because when we put we put a little patio out there and my we had to resod or not resod but we replanted and reseeded a bunch of grass and I just it's still soft and wet because we haven't had a lot of warm days so I can't I've been waiting literally <laughs> for it to, <laughs> uh, for it to grow so I can take the the straw off and walk on it because it's still soft and muddy and if I walk in it it'll put big footprints in it so. No go with Simon. Oh, hold on. Terry wants me to re-unmute him. Uh, Uh, I I did not get an answer at the moment. So um, if it's not in the next few seconds or a few minutes, I should say, we'll uh, we'll just call it. Um, uh, But it does bring me on my way here. I was thinking about uh, in terms of other things happening. I had some little a small bout of road rage today. Mm. I I just we've all been there. Never. Somebody (laughs) is clearly in a hurry. And they come up and they are, are completely riding your tail. Mm-hmm. And then because you're not either getting out of the way or moving fast enough for them, they dart over to the lane next to them just to have that person also not move fast enough, which then you're usually chuckling. And at some point, this guy makes an absolute dangerous move to swerve around somebody to get in front of somebody else, all for us just to stop a quarter mile later or whatever it was. And this is when everybody's doing like 40, 45 on Capitol drive doing 40, 45. But this guy feels like he needs to do 65 or 70 just to then be stopped at the same stoplight. I am. And then he darted in front of me, basically cutting me off again, half mile or mile later. We're next to each other. And at that point, I just rolled up my window and I just yelled a whole bunch of really mean things at him. Wow. Unfortunately, his window wasn't open and I just kept yelling at him because it, it's how I was. Did he see you yelling? Oh, yeah. He saw me and he was, you know, he was like pretending acting not to all look? tough. No, he was acting oh. all tough. Like, 
and he, you know, was just blowing me mm. off. I'm just thinking, like, here you are out swerving in and out of all of these cars, riding people's asses, just being an absolute dickhead, all just so that we can be stopped right next to each other. Keep doing that, you winner. Keep doing that. It's just, it's so infuriating. And he, he probably made the right move that he wasn't engaging with me in any way, but I was fired up. Just, I just can't stand that. Like, I, I'm with and you. Normally, I don't get all too worked up about it, but he's the way he was genuinely driving like a reckless idiot, all just to get nowhere faster. And then I see him pull up on the next people, and he's just riding them. I was waiting for a brake check because he was going to go right into the car in front and, of him at that. And point. ultimately, that's the most fun thing to do, right? Brake check somebody when you see him riding. Oh, up on for you. sure. Like just tap them, like. Just a little bit, just so the brake lights get on a little bit and, and, and give them a little scare. Yeah, well, that's, um, I don't know. All right. Well, unfortunately for our world, and maybe maybe he was just checking in and, and has other mm-hmm. things going on, because inevitably, you know what's going to happen. We're going to log off. We're going to log off. And these. then like two minutes later, he's like, yeah, I can jump on. Uh, he, he's, I'm sure, has plenty of things going on. I know they're if doing he does some filming. That, we'll record it. Yeah, there you go. We'll put it out there as an after after show, but um, or as a Patreon exclusive or something. Ooh, if it happens, that's where it will be. Yes, that's that's actually a good call. Um, Pilcher says I watched the new George Carlin documentary on HBO. I've been I liked meaning it. to watch. That. I want to watch it. That does. Um, I think I saw an ad for that. I think I'd like to see that too. Having somebody tailgate you actually reduces your drag slightly, saving you gas. Well. Uh, that's great until they actually hit you and I care about my relatively new car this time. So that would drive me crazy. Um, disc blaster says I was passed illegally by a cement truck. He's lucky. I was on my phone and didn't notice fast enough or I would have forced him to wreck <laughs> or run me <laughs> off the road. Okay. I'm okay. guessing your car, whatever you have versus cement truck, cement truck wins. Uh, Darren says I bought a dash cam because of stupid people like that. That's a good call. And yeah, Ryan Pilcher, uh, talking to Tim. All right, guys, now we are actually going to call it, calling it, uh, whether we end up talking to him or not, either way, big love and hug, uh, to, hugs the whole Lizotte family. to the Lazat family for Johnny V and myself, for all of our smashies. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. It's been a, an up and down roller coaster here tonight, but thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week for episode four zero five. We'll see you then. You step inside the Smashbox. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 